friends with benefits. I don't know if I ever thought that that friends would make it in the church house. But here it is. Friends with benefits. Say that with me. Friends with benefits. Now I don't want you to get in here and start acting brand new. Like we are not familiar with the terms or the phrase friends with benefits. Now in In, in the secular, we know uh, what that is. For those of you who don't know, let me give you uh, the PG-13 version of friends with benefits. Friends with benefits is somebody that you are not in a relationship with, so to speak. But you have all the perks of a relationship. There's no commitment. There's no intimacy. But there's benefits. Now, the benefits can vary depending on what your need is. might be physical. It might be financial. There are even some who have an emotional attachment. It doesn't always have to be of the sexual nature. But the person who you would turn your friend with benefits uh, in 2017 has turned into something else. We now have a glorified position known as a side piece. I heard a blue song. See how far it's too far. 
But I, I, I need you to understand that what has happened is the way that the gospel is presented to people today is presented in a manner in which we have begun to treat God like a friend with benefits. We don't want nobody to know that we're messing with you. We don't want people to fully understand how much we love him. Because truth be told, he's not our main thing. If he was our main thing, then we would make sure that we treat him like a priority. If he were our main thing, then uh, Bible study would look like church. Prayer meeting would look like church. But because he's we show up once a week slide in the deal send a message that we don't want everybody to see it pray prayers that we don't want everybody to hear because throughout the week we're going to be doing what we really do and we don't want people to get it twisted that we we still in the world, we just go to church sometimes. Now, that ain't, that ain't what I really do. I just do that on Sunday. That's just what I do sometimes. What I really am is what you see on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So we treat them. We treat them. Is that most of us in here, and this is friends and family day, don't even know what the true meaning of a friend is. If you are friends with people simply to get out of them something, then you are not really a friend. I see you quiet, so I'm on Truth be told, most of us in here were friends. Then something happened. Pay. And And now we ain't even much cool. Truth be told, some of us used to kick it. Hang tight. That's real, that's real. Uh, hung out all the time. Yeah. Something happened and now all of a sudden right, 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 right. we can't be friends. Yeah. Right, right. And usually if you talk to both parties, they're going to blame the other party. Right, right. And say, well, we was cool, but I heard she was talking about me. Right. We were cool and then my man and her man... <laughs> Found out that there was some other stuff going on, and so now we're not tight like that no more. We're not friends anymore because of the things that happened, and so we distance ourselves from them because we seem to think it's all right. I can benefit without them. I'll be all right. I can find somebody to replace them. Drake even made a song. He said, "I don't need no new friends." And I have determined like this that we'll walk around and say what the world says because it sounds good. That's right. And it sounds good over a beat, so when you drop them 16 bars, you rock until you find yourself saying, No new friends. 
But I, I found out that the reason that most of us uh, have labeled the fact or said that we don't need no new friends is because we don't, number one, know what a friend is. A friend is somebody that you can trust unequivocally. Undoubtedly, I know that my friend has my back. My friend is not going to discuss my business with other folks. My friend ain't going to let other folk discuss my business. My friend ain't going to let people talk about me in their presence. My friend will fight when I fight. My friend, matter of fact, will fight before I fight. My friend always has my back. Even when I don't have any benefits, people who are really your friend don't care if you're broke, busted, and the people who are your true friends don't care if you're weak, wounded, and we're the people who are your friends ain't concerned if you ain't got a house and ain't no furniture in your house. Your friends will find a way to help you. Look, this I ain't got nothing, but I got this extra seat at my house, and I notice that you've been eating out of paper plates, and I'm gonna, I just brought a, a set of dishes over here. Just, a true friend ain't gonna talk about you behind your back. Your friend ain't gonna let your name get spoken up in the streets without them stepping up and saying, hey, just one minute, if you talk about my friend, you talk about me. I wish I had some Of the people that we call free. I've come to find that we're too loose with that term. We're too loose with that friend label because there are some people that should be an acquaintance that you call free. Yeah, the definition of the word friend simply says it's a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. See, there are some people that you're claiming that ain't claiming you. There are some people that you calling friend, but they're not calling you friend. As a matter of fact, you got to be careful because people will disguise themselves as a friend and make you think that they are a shoulder, make you think that they are a crutch, and then you'll get yourself all worked up in your emotions and start sharing your stuff with them, and they're just there to share it with somebody else. You got to be careful of the people that you call friend. As a matter of fact, you can call yourself your friend, but if you come to my house, you gonna stop at the door because I can't let you in my door with all the spirits you got. You got to be careful who you call your. Some folk don't deserve the label of being a friend. There's some people that you're still rocking with that have shown you that I'm not your friend. They betrayed you. They talked about you. They lied on you. And you so hard up for friends that you will take anything. I don't need everybody to be my Enough that he could do some damage, but he 
your spirit ain't destroyed. Everybody that's walking with you ain't with you. There's some people in your struggle that you need to eliminate. That you don't have to live in fear because of them, but you just need to understand that they're not there for your good. Just long as you know that they're not there for your good. Now see, Jesus understood that Judas wasn't to betray him from the beginning. So he was careful how close he let Judas get. You can't let everybody get there. An acquaintance then is simply a person who knows you slightly. They don't know your character. They just know of you. And these people may see you and say, because I went to the same school. Oh, yeah, that's my friend. You don't even know me. I've been in a season about the last six months where the Lord has been revealing my friends. And the Lord told me the people who show you that they're not friendly, I'm showing you their heart for a reason. Now, you can go back if you want to, but if you go back, you're responsible for what they do. Now, you got to be careful. Once God, now watch this, because they'll show you who they are. But once they show you who they are, you have to be careful. So, so let's, let's get into this thing, because if I'm going to be careful, who I call friend, then surely the Lord is careful who he calls. I found it strange that he didn't call Jacob a friend. He didn't call Isaac a friend. He didn't call Obadiah and Jonah. He didn't call Daniel and the Hebrew boy. He didn't call them friends. But when he looked at Abraham, he saw something in Abraham that he didn't see in everybody else. Throughout the whole Bible, the one person he called friend was Abraham. Now in Exodus chapter 33, he spoke to Moses face to face as a friend, but he only called one man friend. And if he only called one man friend, I thought that it must be pretty uh, special for him to be called a friend of God. And so I wanted to examine and find out what exactly Abraham did to become a friend of God. When you become a friend of God, these are the kinds of things that he says. Now, I don't befriend him for the benefits, but he told Abraham, I'm going to bless them that bless you. Not only am I going to bless them that bless you, I'm going to curse them that curse you. I'm make sure that you bless down through the generations. I'm, a, I, I'm coming here, Abraham, look up at the stars. It's Genesis chapter 15. He says, can you count the stars? And Abraham said, no. He said, that's how much I'm going to multiply you. And I'm going to make your descendants like the stars. Look at somebody and tell them, that's benefits. Four things that Abraham did that I want to talk about and then I'm going to get out your way. The first thing that Abraham does is submit to the direction of God. There are some of us who are acquaintances of God, but we're not friends. Friends implies that there's a mutual affection. That I feel about him the same way he feel about me. I can't tell you the countless number of people that I talk to and counsel who say to me, I just don't feel like I get in return what I give. I give so much, but I don't seem to get that in return. If you are a true friend, you give and don't look for a return. Submit to the direction of God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8 says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place 
which he should after receive an inheritance, obeyed and went out not knowing whether he went. It means following God even when you can't see where God is leading you to. There are some of us that can't be uh, friends with God because we hadn't submitted to him yet. We uh, got too much other stuff that we are committed to to commit to God. We got too many other things that we are committed to, too many other things that take priority over him, but yet we still call him a friend. We say that we are submitted to him, but if upon closer examination we find out that we're not truly submitted to him, because when you are submitted to God, it don't matter what he challenges you to do, you trust that he's already made it all right. There are some of us that we hear God speaking, but because of our other commitment and obligations, we cannot be submitted to him. Some of us then, since you're going to be quiet, are more committed to our jobs than we are to God. Some of us are more committed to a spouse than we are to God. Some of us are more committed to a boyfriend or girlfriend than you are to God. Watch this. Some of us are more committed to a church than we are to God. There are some of us who are more committed to a title than we are to God. There are some of us that will do for a title and won't do for God. We'll do for our friends and won't do for God. You'll give your friends that you got in the natural anything, but let God ask for a dime over a dollar and you won't give him nothing. The first thing you don't have to do if you're going to be a friend of God is submit to him. Look at somebody and ask him, are you submitted? When you submit to God, it doesn't matter if it hurts you. If you submit to God, it doesn't matter if it disappoints you. There are some things that you want that God don't want you to have. Y'all ain't going to talk back to me. There are some people that you want that God don't want you to have. And because you won't submit to him, it's because you still want them or you want that. And God says, I can't work with you as long as you're following your will. I can't do nothing if you won't listen to me. You got to submit to God. Somebody shout submit. Even when it disappoints. Even when you don't understand. That's right. That's right. There are some things that God is calling some of us to. Right. It looks like you may take a pay cut. Yeah, see, we look at the natural stuff. You've been asking God for promotion. And on the front side, it looks like it's a pay cut. So you assume that because it's a pay cut, that God ain't in it. But if God tells you to take it, it don't matter if it's a pay pay cut. It don't matter if it's a lower position. If God says, take it, take it. Because Abraham had to leave everything. He had to leave his kinfolk. He had to leave his money. He had to leave his house. He had to leave what was comfortable. When you submit to God, sometimes you don't have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Somebody shout submit. The second thing. Uh, this one's going to get a little tough right here. Because when you submit to God, the second thing that has to go is ungodly people. See, let me tell you how y'all operate. Y'all operate like this. If you my friend, I'm going to take it back a little bit. I ain't always been saying. If my homeboy had a problem with you, I got a problem with you. They don't get down like that in the <laughs> How you gonna be friends yeah. with me? And you friends with somebody you know I don't like. Yeah. 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 You start hanging out at their house. How you gonna befriend somebody that you know don't like me? I'm supposed to be your friend, but you cool with them too. I don't rock like that. If somebody got a problem with somebody that go to Victory Temple, you got a problem with the pastor. I wish I had a church. Let me go and preach to my 
you say my feet around me. Because if it comes across my ears, I don't care who you is, I don't care where you go to church, if your pastor got a problem with me, then tell your pastor come see me. But that's the problem, see. People can go join a game, and a game got each other back.
Stand before him. Yeah. 
welfare something ready. Welfare is money you ain't have to work for.
wing stop the other day. I got real country with it. I went to wing stop the other day. Listen to me. And I told the old girl, I said, give me 12 Louisiana rug wings. And I was just standing there. I gave her my money. Never thought about the price. I said, here, she said, that'll be like $14 in summer. And I said, dang. And she, I said, I said, what do I like you with that? Y'all catch me on the other side. What all do I get with it? She said, well, it come with fries. And you get two drinks. It come with it. When you...